Good morning! Today is May 4th, 2018. Welcome to Video Game of the Day, a daily podcast for the month of May where I share a fun fact or holiday about today, which I then use to highlight a video game for the episode. If you're enough of a geek to listen to this podcast, you probably already know what today is. That's right, it's Star Wars Day! The best kind of holiday because it's one that's entirely based on a pun. May the 4th be with you! Though it's instantly clear to see why the holiday exists, you might not know the origin of the date being celebrated. The first recorded use of the pun is May 4th, 1979, two years after the first Star Wars movie premiered in theaters. This was the day that Margaret Thatcher was inducted as the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Apparently, the UK Conservative Party put an ad in London Evening News as a congratulations, where they said, May the 4th be with you, Maggie. Congratulations. The phrase was used here and there, but it didn't catch on with the public masses until Facebook groups became a thing. One of the first Facebook groups was one for Luke Skywalker Day, and the phrase, May the 4th be with you, eventually got enough word of mouth that the holiday started getting organized celebrations. The biggest acknowledgement of this is after Disney bought the rights to Star Wars. They now have several Star Wars related events at Disneyland and Disney World every May 4th. It's also worth noting that the Han Solo movie, Solo A Star Wars Story, is also coming out in May, but not on May 4th. It's coming out on May 25th, which is another significant date. The 41st anniversary of the original Star Wars' release. I'll probably be observing something different on that day, so there's not two episodes this month about Star Wars, so you get that fact for free. There are dozens of Star Wars video games, and a lot of them are pretty good. From 2D platformers, to space flight simulators, to online competitive multiplayer games, the franchise has had a drink at many a metaphorical cantina. But for my pick today, I decided to focus on a game that does a great job capturing the feel of the Star Wars universe, unless you feel like a significant part of that universe. It's an ambitious, groundbreaking project, and it's also not a Star Wars game. The video game of the day is Mass Effect. Mass Effect is an action role-playing game released in 2007. It's a sci-fi story that takes place in the Milky Way galaxy 200 years in the future. Space travel and lasers and aliens are all a thing, and you play as the leader of a space force protecting the galaxy. The setting takes a lot of very clear inspiration from the subject of the holiday we're covering, but also does enough different to feel distinct from its spiritual predecessor. That phrase, spiritual predecessor, gets special emphasis here because of the pedigree of Mass Effect's developer, Bioware. Bioware was considered a top-notch developer back in the late 90s and early aughts, creating super-critically acclaimed role-playing games like Baldur's Gate, Jade Empire, and most relevantly, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic was a very different experience from any other Star Wars game being released at the time. The game had a heavy focus on its narrative, and you played as a customizable character in the Star Wars universe that could change the outcome of the story depending on which of the game's multiple dialogue options you chose. This was a big deal at the time, and got so much acclaim that Bioware was hired by Electronic Arts to make a new game in their own original space setting, which expanded on both the character customization and the dialogue tree aspects of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. In Mass Effect, you can fully customize the character's appearance, 
character class that determined your main combat mechanics, backstory, and first name, although your last name will always be Shepard. Decisions you make in the game are generally labeled as either Paragon or Renegade options, Paragon options being the good guy choices, and Renegade options being the violent, morally gray choices, usually. Whatever decisions you make affect the game in ways that carry over to both of its sequels, Mass Effect 2 and 3. This was a feature that was considered incredibly exciting when it was announced. Some decisions affected pretty significant elements of the story, like which major characters stay alive throughout the series. And some decisions are more minor but still fun to see, like a reporter remembering that you antagonized her in previous games. It's pretty cool, and very strong incentive to play the entire trilogy cover to cover. With each subsequent game in the trilogy, Mass Effect focuses less on standard staples of RPGs like levels and stats, and becomes more of an action game with dialogue options. The fanbase seems very divided on which of the three is the best, but Mass Effect 2 seems to strike the best balance between action and RPG. The Mass Effect franchise can probably be considered both the high point and the low point of Bioware's career. The first Mass Effect game drummed up so much excitement during development that the game's publisher, Electronic Arts, acquired Bioware as a subsidiary. The most recent Mass Effect game, however, Mass Effect Andromeda, was considered such a stinker that the entire franchise is currently on indefinite hiatus, and Bioware's next project, Anthem, seems to be much less story and narrative driven. This is kind of a shame, because the various things that Mass Effect sought out to do really did make for a fun ride, even if there were some bumps along the way. You can currently play the first game on the Xbox 360, Xbox One, PS3, and PC. One can hope that all three games get an HD remaster down the line for consoles like the PS4, though we might not want to hold our breath. Because in space, nobody can hear you hold your breath. <laughs> I don't know. And that's the video game of the day. I'm Daniel Thorson, and I'll be doing this for the entire month of May. If you want this podcast to exist for longer, follow me at VG of the Day on Twitter, or email me at videogameoftheday at gmail.com. You can also listen to my other podcasts if you like. Play This, where my friend Max and I recommend video games to each other and discuss them in heavy detail. And A Smashing Theory, where my friend Sean and I predict the roster of the next Smash Bros. game. You can find both podcasts on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, pretty much everywhere. The beautiful music you hear behind my voice is by my Smashing Theory co-host, Sean Francis. And the logo that hopefully looks really good and isn't still a placeholder that I made was made by the incredibly talented Kessie Rilinicki. I'll see you tomorrow, May 5th. And until then, where did Commander Shepard go? I guess she's... Paragon. Okay, bye.